0: Welcome to the Serie A Show.
1: Hello, everybody. We are back. It is not a mistake. This is not an accident. You are hearing us. The Serie A is resuming. The Coppa Italia has resumed. We have the final on our hands. We're going to discuss the return of the Serie A we will discuss the Coppa Italia final. Chloe Nima, it's been a little bit. Yeah. How are you too?
2: Yeah, good. It's, uh miss doing this, certainly.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's been surreal for everyone, for everyone listening and everyone uh, uh, living on this planet right now. It's been very surreal. Um, but uh, as long as you got your health and your family's alive, and I guess that's Got to be happy, and now we got calcio back as well. But before that, I, I was gonna say, Happy birthday, John! I think we should acknowledge, well, yeah,
2: happy birthday. <laughs> I was, I was gonna, I, uh, was, thank you very I was gonna much.
0: sing you in my Marilyn Monroe impression. Like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Please don't. <laughs> no.
1: actually, that would be a gift, you not doing that. so thank
0: exactly. You. That's my gift. All right,
1: well, Nima, uh, football resumed yeah, and it took all of like 24 hours, I'm sure, for you to wish it had not. <laughs> Coppa Italia, the finals are set, Juve, Napoli, as... What was that, Nima? Um, because I saw that, I watched, and I was like, ah. I mean, I could have done without this a little longer. But that's the thing. I don't
0: have a problem with the lack of entertainment that people talk about or what you know, or or whoever... Has a problem with the with the level of uh you know I mean th- these guys have been not moving for three months and then all of a sudden two weeks they're training together and they're social distancing while training and then no friendlies and then all of a sudden thrown into a tournament so into a semi-final. so I don't think you know you can complain too much I mean if we compare it to the Bundesliga I mean seriously I I tried watching one two games it hurt my eyes. Uh, I wanted to jab them with a spoon, like gouge them out. That's, <laughs> that's how painful it was. So I mean, that it was better than that. So I, but 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 I mean, in all honesty, what the thing that pissed me off to no end is is Conte. It's 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 his attitude. It's his body language. It's the way he goes about it. It's the way he. Either way, he forms. You know the way that he doesn't. You know you, now they've got five substitutions, and he waits until the seventy seventh minute to make to take a to take off a Lautaro Martinez. That is clearly not that is clearly not imbalanced mentally, emotionally. He's out of form. It's clear that he's, he's a young kid. Um, you know he's been completely affected by these Barcelona rumors again. Barcelona have managed to destabilize a player uh, at another club that they want to uh, to, to get the transfer fee down because they are too they can't afford to pay what the selling club uh, wants um it's this is you know if if, if if we could you know if we could turn this into some sort of form of if we could turn this behavior into some sort of I don't know renewable energy Barcelona just the past two years could power the galaxy just without without any you know, without it, without even hesitating, because it's they always do this. They always destabilize players at clubs that they want, and and then they bitch when when PSG did it to them about Neymar, which you know it's just I loved every second of that. Not because I like PSG, it's because I cannot stand the hypocrisy of Club. Um So no, but I mean, if you look 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 beyond that, the game was annoying for several reasons. I thought it was good that he played Eriksen. I thought Barella and Brozovic were great. But it's the wing backs; These are the ones he chose. Ashley Young, not good enough. Uh, Kandreva, we know Kandreva is Mr. Inconsistency. No, so Victor, you know, Victor Moses, um, you know, he, he he got him on. And that, Biragi, Ashley Young, you know, these players that he's handpicked are not good enough. Uh, the midfielders are good. The strikers are good. He should have brought on Alexis Sanchez sooner. You know, I was really annoyed with the second half. I thought the first half was okay. Um, but the, the the second half really annoyed me, and that's why I'm so frustrated. Uh, but well, the thing that really put me over the edge with Conte is his passive aggressive mean girls bitching after the game about why Napoli. Played it.
2: <laughs> that made me laugh. I mean, sorry, uh, Nima, but it, it did.
0: <laughs> it's it's just this this bitching about. It. But they play defensively, so like, and <laughs> your point being. It's just this is this, this is why this man, this white man drives me insane. And, and it's just he's such a cranky little loser when he does that. And it just drives me insane. And and you know, all credit to Napoli, I think they deserve to go through. They over the two games, no doubt about it. Um, Inter didn't, and that's the end of that.
1: It's interesting. So, first off, I hate when a manager loses. And, didn't he say that we dominated and that like their goalkeeper was a man of the match and that was? Yeah, That's basically what should. he had to say.
2: I, I... We we deserve we deserve to win. We did enough to win. It's like yeah, but you didn't win. Yes. Stop <laughs> whinging. Stop whinging. No matter what you say, it you lost. Just take the just take the defeat
0: gracefully and don't bitch and moan about. But they play defensively, so they're allowed to. It's not it's not against the rules. You know, it's it's they're allowed to play defensively. It's your job to score more goals. That's kind of what the game is about. So no, it's it, this is this is classic Conte. This is him, a hundred euro restaurant and ten euro notes. This is uh, you know saying we've we've only you know we we can't expect to win trophies this year because we brought players from Sassuolo and Cagliari when those players from Cagliari and Sassuolo are the best players on the team i mean it's, this, is, this is classic content you just can't help them
1: yeah see it, it had a little bit of the air of Gian piero ventura who is just in terms of managers that i despise as both human beings and football managers hmm. um yeah i agree I that is both ventura's mo so after Tor- i remember all the time torino would lose against roma he would say well we dominated the match so that's all that matters it's like well, no, you lost. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really think that's all that matters. Um, but, Chloe, from a Napoli perspective, I mean, once again, I think Gattuso, I mean, what can you say about this guy? I just, He's really stable to ship. He, uh, I,
2: you know, it seems a long time ago now, but when Ancelotti was Napoli manager at the beginning of this season, and we were talking about how, um, you know, how much that project needed scrapping and starting again, well, they've managed to bring in a new coach and they they didn't need to completely scrap all the players and put it in the bin because he's turned it around. And, you know, he had the tragic news that he'd lost his sister um, mm, just last yeah. week. And, you know, he, but he never lets anything, you know, talk about the opposite of Conte, he never lets anything get to him. He doesn't make excuses. He turns up and he and he does the job and he's so reliable in that way. And I just think, you know, Milan should be kicking themselves. They really should because they should never have got rid of him. Um, he he's he's done a great job at Napoli. And how ironic would it be after all the talk of how brilliant Sari was over that three seasons, if Gennaro Gattuso comes in and wins a trophy with Napoli after Sari mm. didn't win any? Um, you know, it it'll just be absolutely remarkable. And and I just think. Um, yeah, he's probably not. He's probably not um, going to be a top top coach, but I certainly think he's got everything he needs to to be a very very good coach in Serie a and 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 get struggling teams out of the doldrums and, and back where they need to be.
0: I agree. I think Gattuso, this is, I think he's done excellent at Napoli's taking over. He's given them the stability that Ancelotti failed to do. Uh, but having said that, I think they still they still need to do, an, they need an overhaul of that squad in the summer. They need a revolution. Uh, yeah, mainly, yeah. You know, the, so, so I think what he's done is basically stabilise the ship. But building on your point, how awful isn't, um, how awful isn't, I mean, uh, how, how much are, Milan kicking themselves for what they did
1: I was just about to bring that up great point this guy I think we all would agree right Gattuso certainly lacks something from a technical and maybe a tactical point of view I I don't think anybody would disagree with that but man does he have Napoli playing with an attitude that they were just lacking I mean they're finally playing with some balls yeah you know I I mean that is if you want to talk about what Milan could use at this moment I, I couldn't agree with you more Nima
0: yeah, I mean, he and the thing is, I mean, if you talk about someone caring about that club, he's a Milanista through and through. They had a Milanista through and through. I mean, after having burning out Inza, burning out and ruining the legacies of Sedorf and Inzaghi, Inzaghi, thank you, and 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 all yeah, these other words, Yeah, Filippo, who's doing <laughs> actually really well with Benevento, um, and um, he he. So no, it's it's. I, I think after burning them out and then and then you know bringing you know, bringing in somebody like Gattuso, who, who actually did a decent job with them. You know, he did a really decent job with them. And then they bring in Gianpaolo which we all said was going to be, all three of us said is going to be a failure, and it was, even though we all three like Uh And then, you know, and then, and then they bring in Padre Pioli, and it's, it's like, it's okay, it looks all right, it looks decent, he'll get them. I mean, they did, Milan did really well defensively against Juve, I was impressed. Uh, and looking at that squad again, that's another, that's another situation of, I think they need, they need a proper project. They need a, they need a sporting director that knows what he's doing and they need a coach because I don't, I, I like Milan squad. I think it's a young, interesting squad. They did really well against Juve. And, and I think they just need a little bit of tweaking. Um, so no, it's, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things in Serie A right now as always, it's never boring. As you always say, John, it's never really boring. Because, I mean, just looking at what's going on in Roma, can we can we go into a little bit of that? (laughs) What the hell is going on there? I mean, basically, if I correct me if I'm wrong, they were going to sign the papers. Friedkin was just on the verge of buying Roma from Palotta. Then the coronavirus happened, and obviously, yeah, is that before or after?
1: He slagged me off publicly. Was that? I think that was.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, to be honest, I don't feel sorry for you because you kind of destroyed him.
1: Well, okay, in a so reply. here's the, the the problem with Palalta is he can dish it out, but he has a problem when you say things to him. Um, he's barely talked to me in the last 3 months since that happened. But nonetheless, um Because you humiliated him publicly. Okay. So, here's here's the timeline, okay? Because everybody, first off, I apologize for not being able to predict when global pandemics are going to hit. That is absolutely my mistake. I will never make that you one suck. again.
0: You suck, so, John. You suck. The, we, we all know,
1: <laughs> middle of March, so football, Serie A, stopped on that Sunday, right? So two days before, deal is done. We're signing the papers. Uh, Roma, they they even had a communication ready for CONSAB, which is really, or effectively, the, the, the body that, because Roma's publicly traded. Um, They're the body that overlooks uh, the stock exchange, more or less. So, since Roma are publicly traded, anytime there's a sale of a player, sale of the club, whatever it may be, any transaction, they have to report it to CONSAB with with the communication. Communication was done um, before it was published on Monday. That Sunday, everything stopped. And that halted everything. So, yeah, it was a mess. And, like, just a few minutes before we got on, Palotta gave this – stupidly long interview where he really doesn't answer anything at all other than putting pressure on the Friedkin group to come with a new offer. And as we've been recording, a lawyer for the Friedkin group just said, quote, unquote, Dan is pissed. <laughs> so he's not happy <laughs> that Paul also gave pissed. that interview. Um, I think, so we I got, think we've got happen. I
0: think we've got the title of the of the podcast right there, Dan is Pissed.
1: Well yeah, that is a good yeah. I I, I could make that one 2 hours long. Um but anyway, real quick. So we've got the Coppa Italia finals are set now. Mm. We didn't even get into Juve Milan um other than for maybe like 5 minutes that match was in terms of in terms of entertainment just as bad as yeah. Inter Napoli. That was very I thought very the first,
0: rough. I thought the first half was pretty pretty okay. I mean, I oh. think uh, I do. I think the first 10 10-15 minutes, Juve were really good. They were park. I, mean, I guess were- it
1: depends where your expectations are. Perhaps I, mine are still a bit think, too high for where yeah, we are.
0: I mean, three months of not not anything. These guys. Yeah, it's understandable. I think. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was, I was impressed with with the, the the level of movement that they played, uh, the the tempo that they had. But of course, they're going to be rusty. They've not they've not played a game for three months. So, and not even any friendlies either. So, I'm I'm not surprised at all.
1: I, I thought it was I have right. to say, though, that, you know, all things considered, even before the, this stoppage, our opinions on Juve were pretty split. Now, mm. um, after such this long time off, I really don't know what to I really, really don't know what to make of them. I don't know what to expect. I really like Napoli's chances for this. I, I really, really do.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. If this game was it, was it was, you know, if this under normal circumstances, I'd say Juve are the favorites. But given that it's you know this is just the second game coming back, and given how Sarri plays and how Gattuso plays, I really, really, really rate Napoli's chances to win this, try- win this uh, tournament. I really do.
1: Yeah. I mean, Chloe, do you feel the same? Um,
2: yeah.
1: I, think- I just really like the way... Uh, again, it's not even the tactical point of view. It's, it's just the attitude that got passed along to them it seems like
2: yeah I think at a time when they're struggling sort of to to find their rhythm a, a team that are so united and, a, and play for their coach in that way have got a massive advantage over a team that's trying to perfect a particular style of play because um, that obviously takes a bit of time to get back into the rhythm and back with the patterns that Sari wants, but Napoli because they play with intensity and aggression, um, they can snap right back into that, and and I think you know that that is certainly something that Napoli will try and um, impress onto Juve. And, and and I think that means that they've got every chance because it's not a normal, nothing about this is normal, nothing. We can't fall back on old stereotypes, really. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's completely different.
1: So just in general, before we go, we will preview all of the matches next week. But again, just generally speaking, how do we feel about this return? I, I have been very adamant. I think returning has been stupid. Um, and then I when mean, you add to the fact there's going to be five substitutions, we're going to be playing a match essentially every 72 hours, or teams are going to be playing matches essentially every 72 hours. This, this just seems like a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. What do you two think? Because I, I just don't see this ending positively for anybody. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, let's be honest. Uh the only reason they're playing is because they need the T V money to survive. Yeah. That's the only yeah. reason they're playing. Personally, from a moral point of view, I think that, you know, when when thirty thirty thousand people die in three two months or one month or one and a half month or however time it is, that's that's like that's more than that's that's like you know, Italy hasn't lost that that amount of life in that short period of time since the second world war. It's a trauma. It's a national trauma and I think the respectful thing to do would be to not play at all. But having said that, I completely understand the other side of it, and that is that the clubs will go bankrupt, the league will go bankrupt unless they get those team, uh, t- unless they get those that, that TV money. I completely understand that. But I do agree with you on a moral point. I think this is, you know, this is, wh- why, why are we doing this? But at the same time, I mean, except for the, the president uh, and his puppet uh, of the other team in Rome, uh, who is hell-bent on playing. he was thinking of, I don't know, he was talking about suing everything and everyone under the sun if, if they didn't play. Um, most every single human was against this because on a moral level, because it was... You know, it's, it's, it's people have died, 30,000 people, especially in the north of Italy, in Bergamo, where the military, military have to, had to come in and, and to, you know, get the dead bodies out. Like, that's that's a trauma, you know, and, and, and I think we should, you know, I think we should respect that. But other than that, I completely understand why, uh, you know, from a financial point of view, they, they need to do it. Otherwise, the league will go bust. There's, it's literally that simple.
2: I think for me, it's a case, obviously, like Nima said, they have to do it for financial reasons. But um, I think we all need to... Uh, adjust our expectations a little bit that um, right now we should be settling into Euro 2020 and instead uh, we're we're about to watch the end of the Serie A season and nobody could have predicted that uh, at the beginning of the campaign. So um, it's, you know, people have have been through a lot. There have been players and squads, um, Sampdoria and Fiorentina, just two of them who've had an awful lot of players who've had the virus um, and and we, we're going into a completely unknown territory and we don't know what the standard's going to be like. We don't know what the matches are going to be like. I already think that it's completely not the same without any fans. I don't I don't like the echoey sound of it, you know, yeah. from a personal point of view. So it's, it's <laughs> you know, it's just completely, completely different. But it is what it is. We've got some football and, you know, I guess we'll be hearing to comment on it regardless
0: mm. and, we'll, and we'll and we'll also be and we're also going to be treated to listening to antonio Conte scream and shout on the south side, sideline which in and of <laughs> itself is is quality content right there
1: all right but real quick Sorry, though man. before we go uh um, my favorite boomer zen Zeman, gave so out of <laughs> like the 10 interviews he does really <laughs> only one boom. of them has quality verbiage within it so he did say <laughs> in fairness He gave a lengthy interview when asked about returning, what football would look like. And he more or less said, and I'm summarizing, this is not an exact quote, but um, having five substitutions makes the rest of the campaign fake, more or less. Is that something you guys agree with? They're playing
0: in Italy in the middle of July. What the hell do you want from them? Like, do you have, I mean, anyone who knows, you know how hot it gets? Like, of course they need to, and they're playing every 72 hours. I mean, they need to have these 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 uh, substitutions, otherwise the players are going to get injured. I mean, as it, like you said, he really is a boomer, isn't he? Like, it's just be quiet, don't talk. Like, some things, <laughs> sometimes it's better to you know just enjoy retirement and, and, and not talk about things you don't know. I mean, it's just embarrassing. Like, stop talking. Like, it's it's July in 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 Sicily. Like, well, what? You've, like in Naples in, in mid July or Florence, Jesus, have you been? In, just in Florence in mid July, you want to kill yourself? If it's so hot. It's it's like you know that's why they're playing so late, and it's the humidity. That, you know, they, there's and they're playing every three days, which raises the elevates the chances for injury even more. I'm I'm glad they're using five five subs. I think it's it's only logical.
1: Obviously, favors the bigger squads. Well, of course it does.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, sure, but at the but at the end of the day. It kind of, but that, but you, you know, whether or not you have, then you should remove substitutions altogether because any substitutions favors the bigger, the the bigger teams because they have a broad, they have a higher quality on uh, of of squad of uh, players on their bench. I mean, I don't know. I just find this discussion like this this obsessive notion of some people of finding this millimeter justice that everything has to be equal. It's like. You know, you guys have kids. You know what I'm talking about. It's like when when the, when they start fighting, and like you got an inch of the like pie bigger than me. Like stop, <laughs> stop. You know, it's like go to your rooms. Everyone go to your rooms. You know that that's where I am. I don't even have
2: to At the end of the day, they're just doing the best with what they've been given, which you yeah. know is it's it's rubbish for everybody, isn't it? You yeah,
0: know. you do you do the best with what you got. I mean, this this notion. I, I again, like you said, it's like every ten interviews he gets something right zema nowadays i mean it used to be fun 10 15 years ago but now it's just turned sad (laughs) stop talking yes stop talking be quiet enjoy retirement you've got money you can go to a vineyard wherever you go just pick grapes and
1: shut up (laughs) all right well we will be back next week to preview all of these matches we're back to regular programming here we're we're so excited to uh, be talking with you again as always thank you so much for listening and until next time bye bye